just wanted to draw our thoughts together as we think of um, this passage. It's a very interesting story, and it's a story that really excites me because I go back and and forth through it. Actually, it's been a battle for the last three weeks for me going back to this Martha and Mary story. We've got Jesus, and actually, if you read the passages before that, we've got at least 72 who have come back together. We've got the disciples, and they're walking through this big city, which was very close to Jerusalem, and they happen to be coming very close to Martha's and Mary's home. Now, if, if somebody was to come to your house, who would that be? Something very special. So if somebody very popular would come to your house, who would that be in this day and age? Or who would, it, who would you like it to be? Amelia? Jesus, yeah. You should be proud of me, church. Come on, Mrs. Daughter. She's giving you the right answers. Christine? Pardon? Who's that? Swimmer. What's his name again? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, no. Sorry. Rebecca? Adlington. Okay. Cara? Taylor Swift. Joel? Father Christmas. Nine more weeks. Just to remind your parents. Anybody else? Bear Grill, yes. So, if this person, this particular person, was to come to your house, what would you do? Okay. That's a very good Yeah. Where would you find the locust? That's the problem. <laughs> Pets at home, yeah? <laughs> Cara, can I have your autograph? Is that what you said? Okay, you'd ask for the autograph. What else? They've come to your house. Come on. Bake a cake. A big cake, yes. A very big cake. You'd talk to them and you'd ask them about their lives. Yes, Ralphie? You're going to play with them, Yeah. Great. Christine? Swim. Scream, sorry. I'm having difficulties hearing today. Grace? Faint in excitement, yeah. So you'd be very excited that this famous. Joel? Get fireworks for Father Christmas, yeah. That's great. So here we've got this very popular man of that time. And he walks in this house. And then we've got two sisters. Have you ever been involved in a task where your mom and dad has told you that you need to do a particular job in the house? And one of you is working harder than the other. And you go back to your mom and dad. You say... It's not fair. I've done all this hard work and she or he has been playing on the iPad while I have to do the work. 
or has been watching CBeebies or a f another film, British Breakoff or the other things. This is the situation that is going on in this house in Bethany. Martha and Mary are two sisters. Jesus is coming to their house and Martha is getting very, very busy because she wants to do what is best done in that culture. She wants to host Jesus. She wants for Jesus to feel very welcomed in her house. So she goes on with the noise of pots and pans and she does everything that is possible so Jesus is filled very well in this house. And then you've got the other sister, which is Mary. And as, if you, as you saw on the clip there, Mary is sitting the whole time listening to what Jesus is having to say. And Martha comes very, well, not angry, but she complains to Jesus. And she says, well, what's happening here is not fair. She's listening to what you have said. Can you please tell her to move on with life, stop sitting listening to you, and come and join me in the kitchen? And Jesus sees that Martha is very frustrated. She's worried. And Jesus being Jesus, in his nature, in his way of responding, he says, Martha, Martha, calls the name twice, just to draw her attention, says, you are worried and troubled. You are anxious and troubled about so many things which actually, at this stage, are not important. But Mary has chosen the best thing and will not be taken away from her. So what do we take from this story? This has been a conversation that we had also on Wednesday with our discipleship uh, sessions with uh, David Lawrence. And when he mentioned that activism, the activities, should flow from our own spiritual lives. But one thing is very interesting here is that we can identify all with Martha, but it's very hard to identify with Mary. We can identify when we say, actually, we haven't got much time. We are very busy. We haven't got time. Amelia comes back from school and she's very busy already. She is in year two. We are part of this culture and mentality where time has become so precious. Time is money. Time is everything. And therefore, in the sight of busyness, we want to look that we are there, upbeat. We are really working hard. We are really busy. We are really doing what is everything else, what everybody else is doing. We want to look affirmed and working hard in the eyes of our friends, in the eyes of our colleagues, in the eyes of our family. And yet, the old one in the story, in our story, is Mary. Because Mary comes across in our day and age as if she is wasting time. As if she is not doing the right thing. As if she is not fair that she is not joining with Martha. And Jesus says, actually... What Martha is doing at this stage, she is anxious and troubled about many things. But Mary has done the right decision. 
One of the thoughts that I came this morning with was that actually here we've got a big thinking going on because we are trying to, to think that actually productivity is the best way to go ahead. Whereas Jesus is saying actually what is more important and what is more significant to him is fruitfulness. Productivity, the Martha, and the fruitfulness of Mary. Now, this is a Thanksgiving service, and it's very easy for us to think, oh, we're so busy, and we've got so many things that we can thank God for. But I just wanted to draw our attention that, again, once again, what, and also what David Lawrence said on Wednesday, is that it's very easy for us as a church, as community, to be Martha's. But churches are having less and less Marys. And he quoted a guy, a Baptist minister of the 19th century called Alexander... Pardon? McDonald, something like that. And again, I want to draw back to that and say, it's great. It's great that we are very busy. It's great that we, we want to serve God. But this servanthood needs to come for that place of when we sit and listen to what Jesus has to say to us. And that is the thing that we struggle with. I want to finish with a personal testimony. We were running this big mission agency for children in Albania, and I think it was very easy for me to be a Martha. Because everything was going well, we were doing all the right things, Everything was covered with saying that we're doing this for God. We're going to reach out to the children. We're doing camps. We're doing this and that and that. And actually, all my time got crammed in with being a Martha. Until the point that I realized that actually spending time with Jesus was the only thing that I was leaving on the side and behind and was unattended. So I've been there, I've done that, I didn't get a t-shirt. But it's an ongoing struggle. Because sitting at the feet of Jesus requires time. When we are told and are made to believe that we haven't got that time. And yet Jesus says, that is the very best thing and will not be taken away from you. God bless you.